0: And Welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help
1: you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast with me, your host, David Mark Shaw. So this week I'm really pleased that I've got another fantastic guest in Mr. Tim Box. Now Tim is a really interesting character and I really think you're going to find this uh, episode of some real value uh, and maybe a little bit different sort of the normal sort of, technology and marketing related guests I've had in the past but I thought this one would really add some value to you guys. So first of all, welcome to the show Tim.
0: Hello, David. How are you doing? You all
1: right? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. So, Tim, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about uh, who you are and what it is exactly that you do today?
0: Right. Well, um, I'm a remedial hypnotist, um, which is a a little bit like uh, what you might think of a common garden hypnotherapist. Uh, But slightly different in the way that I work, Uh, and I work with clients one-to-one to uh, to do all the sort of things you'd expect a hypnotherapist to do, but what I uh, I tend to specialize in these days uh, is training, basically mindset training. I run workshops for individuals who want to start to get the best uh, out of of what's going on in their subconscious, and I also run trainings for corporates to uh, basically get their team up to speed and, and getting the best from themselves, basically
1: it's absolutely fascinating and we've had a number of conversations sort of in our carbon forms um about this and you know and i think it's it's quite fascinating and people hear the term hypnotherapist and i think they immediately start their minds start wandering off into other directions about that you know you're going to start making them do silly things but that's not really sort of the the area where you're at anymore is that right
0: well, I, I mean, my original training was in stage hypnosis. I never, I've never done stage hypnosis, but that was what I was originally trained in. I think that's possibly why uh, my practice is a little bit different from your average hypnotherapy practice, because the first thing that I learned was how to effectively and demonstratively hypnotize people properly. Um, so I'm not, I don't come from the relaxotherapy approach. I come from the, the idea where we're doing phenomena-based hypnosis and we're getting radical changes very, very quickly. Um, yeah, and, and I think as well, there's there's a little bit of a, a sort of misconception about hypnotherapy. I'm, I don't like to call myself a hypnotherapist because, well, for the first part, nobody wants therapy. Um, there's nobody out there that's desperately, I, I want to be the sort of person that gets therapy, but every single one of us has things that we would improve if we had the option to do so. Things about the way we think, things about the way we behave. Um, I'm always saying to people, if I was a a genie and I I said, right, in 10 seconds, I'm going to change something about you, something about the way you think, behave, or the way you feel, it will stay changed forever. And you get to decide what it is, if you can just tell me in the next 10 seconds. And most people will know exactly what it is before I've even finished saying that, because we all have something. And we're kind of lucky if we've only got one thing to be honest.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, this, my brain has got so many questions, so many sort of thought processes. Um, and I've got a, a number of questions I'd like to ask about that. And, and I've got also lots of thoughts. I mean, I'm, I'm enormously into neuroscience and understanding how the subconscious sort of you know, um, makes a large contribution to, to what we're doing day in and day out, particularly how it involves and changes the buying process. Um, and it's, there's so much around sort of entrepreneurs today and you know, productivity and all those kind of things. So I'm sure which, you know, you've got some fascinating insights into but before i get into that could you just talk a little bit about how you got into this in the first place
0: um well, the how wish i knew how i got into hypnosis in the first place I've, I've been asked that so many times and all i know is that i was i was watching videos on youtube and i wasn't to to look at people getting hypnotized it was to find out about hypnosis and i've no idea what what took my mind there or what made me start to think of it i'm sure i must have seen a program or read a book that just got me starting to think about it um, and I found I found a guy called John Chase, and he was a, a very well-known hypnosis trainer. Um, and, I, and one of his weekend classes was coming up, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and do that, because I'm fascinated by it. No idea about using it for a, a profession or a career, just thought it would be nice to learn. I mean, the same year I learned to juggle and learned some magic tricks, you know, <laughs> it was just one of those things. <laughs> um, and then, before I know I loved it so much. Lunchtime on the first day, I'd hypnotized somebody... And it was just the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life. And I just, um, I then started to, to really get into it. But what took me down the road of then helping people with this rather than just, I don't know, sticking them to tables and getting them to forget their name and things like that, um, a friend of mine wanted to stop biting her nails because she was getting married and she didn't want to be wearing false nails uh, on a wedding day. And I had no idea how to do anything like that. I said, I'll, you know, I'll give it a go. Um, and we did something we did a little session and looking back it seems terribly clumsy now and we both thought it hadn't worked we didn't think anything would happen we forgot all about it then a couple of weeks later she was around my house and she just just as an aside said oh god I forgot to tell you look all my nails have grown back and before that she was you know she was the sort of person that only noticed she was biting when she tasted the blood it was it was really bad and it just blew me away it literally that was the moment where I thought right this is what I'm going to do with my life. I'm now going to go down this road and I, I just, you know, dive down the rabbit hole, did all the trainings, read all the books, did the diplomas, chased down all the mentors to, to learn everything I could about this. Um, and ultimately, um, having established a full-time practice, five years into that full-time practice, what I now teach people is my system, because I, I recognize now I work very differently from your, your average therapist, um, and this is, this is what I'm training people to do now is get in touch with their own subconscious and get control of it in the same way that you might ask a hypnotist to change a pattern of thought. Now, I train people how to do that for themselves.
1: It sounds like you're um, a modern day sort of uh, mind hacker um, in the sense that, you know, the word hacking has been um, sort of uh, flipped in terms of its meaning and and less so much of a negative connotation, but far more as a positive. Um, You think of things like growth hacking and uh, and things like that, but mind hacking. So you're really sort of retraining or reprogramming uh, the subconscious to help people uh, achieve their desired objectives. Does that sound about right?
0: right in fact because hypnosis the bottom line that the really if you really trim it back to exactly what hypnosis is doing it's basically um establishing a direct communication with your subconscious rather than this conscious version of ourselves that we are actually aware of um and if you if we use an analogy it's an analogy i use very often um about a a ship and you've got a captain and a crew of that ship the captain is your conscious mind it's the bit of you that's logical that has an idea of the destination and how we're going to get there and why we're even going there um unfortunately it's the crew that's your subconscious that has its hands on all the things that steer and sail that ship now if your captain has got a good communication with your crew it's plain sailing literally um, but if your crew are doing things that are maybe outdated or based on strange ideas that don't apply anymore and are now inappropriate, then God knows where you're going to end up, or maybe even if you're going anywhere at all. So as as a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist, we might be trying to establish a communication with that crew and get all of them doing the right jobs. Um... For me, when I'm training people in my workshops now, um, I'm teaching a thing called the control system, which is 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 something of my own invention. And the control system is all about establishing a, a fixed and constant communication between the captain and the crew so that you never need to call for other people's help again because your crew is listening to you, basically. And your subconscious is now doing the things that you would logically and ideally want it to be doing.
1: It's, it's absolutely fascinating, and I know I've used that sort of word twice now. Uh, I heard a really good expression, I was listening to an, another podcast this morning um, in the car, and it, it said that um, a true superpower... Is something that can be used for both good and evil, and I think this is an excellent um, uh, example of that. Where a lot of people might be very scared of something like hypnotherapy or, or concerned about it, about that. But the way you're sort of describing it is very much in utilising it in a very modern um, way for good to help people, like you say, get control of their subconscious, you know, um, and and redesigning it or reprogramming it to help them achieve their objectives. Uh, and and their goals. Have you got any sort of other examples of of more sort of business-related ones um, or entrepreneurial-based ones where, you know, a particular type of mindset? The one that's coming to mind at the moment is, I think, maybe potentially uh, for for salespeople, maybe, for people that, you know, have got to try and um, uh, get over a particular hurdle or something along those lines. Have you got any other examples like that?
0: When when I'm doing the corporate trainings, we come across regular themes of what's what's holding people back Um, a classic one is is that fear of picking up the phone and making the call to the potential client Um, that but that's kind of we would treat that like we would treat any sort of fear or phobia it's just something that you know you should be doing it's good for your business but that fear of rejection is stopping you doing it also you know having the confidence to go out there and ask for the money you feel you deserve that's another thing where uh, in business, certainly when we're, when we're entrepreneurs, pitching ourselves at the right price for the, for, the, for the clientele and then feeling like we're getting paid adequately for what we do, that's something that um, is a very common theme. Uh, people realizing they feel they are, they're of more value than they're charging, but they can't get over that idea that they're not actually of that value. You know, It's, it's um, getting a congruence within every little bit of you. You say, right, what I do is worth this much, and yet I don't feel that, so I can't charge this much. There's, there's a lot of common themes with business about um, people who own their own business doing what they regard as the wrong thing, even though they know exactly what the right thing is.
1: Yeah? Absolutely. And
0: that's the theme of, um, of that conscious and subconscious divide. A lot of our subconscious patterns are set up very, very early on in our life, you know, below the age of 10. Um, and then we take them into our adult life and as we can imagine, any fears or, um, or kind of restrictions or apprehensions that we have about doing things that are based on learnings from when we were a child would no longer be appropriate to an adult business person. Um, so we're constantly kind of removing the old childhood strategies, putting in adult ones or maybe just putting in strategies that were there when we were employed or when we were just answering to someone else. But now that we're our own boss, we have to have the initiative Um, and the drive to keep going forwards uh, in our business. Because if if we don't, nothing happens with it, you know?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it reminds me, I was um, watching some film um, a couple of months ago um, on some public speaking training, and there was an example um, of a, a lady who was very introverted and um, she wanted to share her message much more. She wanted to get on the stage. But she'd, she was so introverted, she, she really avoided speaking to people in general. And when they really dug into it, what they found was a significant event when she was younger, when her mother had inadvertently, just you know, as, as parents do, um, made the off-the-cuff comment of, nobody wants to hear from you, be quiet. And it was such a significant moment in this woman's life that it, it, it completely changed the course of her personality and her life. And it was only once she'd got to the bottom of that and it really sort of understood it um, hmm. that she could really do something about it.
0: That's exactly right. And this is uh, the understanding of this that comes from the hundreds and hundreds of clients I've seen over the last few years, um, realising there are common themes. Everything normally starts out an age almost before we can remember you know when we're really young and it seems silly to be carrying this stuff around with us but our subconscious starts out as a a blank piece of paper and gets written on very 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 quickly a lot of information goes in in those first seven or eight years and pretty much everything we need to know about safety and security and all that sort of stuff is in there but what if you've got a pattern of thought that now is just holding you back you don't need it. And in fact, it's counterproductive. That's what this is all about. You do have the option of changing it. Most of the time we walk around in life and we think that's just me. That's how I am. Like I'm always late for something or I'm never very good in the mornings or I, ne- I always leave things to the last minute. That's not just how you are. That's how you've learned to be. And we can easily learn better things simply by speaking to the part of you that has been performing that task all these years. And giving it the information that it would love to hear that there's actually a lot better things to do now. There's better strategies available. You know, your subconscious, its whole remit is to find the best strategies for the most happiness. Even when we are doing things that are self-destructive or counterproductive, your mind, some bit of you thinks it's important for your happiness and whether that's because of safety, security um, or something else, it's always geared towards doing the right thing for you. So when we get the opportunity to communicate with it and introduce a better strategy, it loves it. Your mind loves to go for the better things. You know, it's like that thing where we get distracted by the shiny stuff, you know, your subconscious loves to improve and, and that's all we're doing. We're giving it the opportunity Um, to open new doors and take new directions in life.
1: So really, there's many business owners, employees, entrepreneurs that are walking around now, and forgive the technology terminology here, but they're, they're, they're sort of, their subconscious is like an operating system, a set of rules and guidelines, which their, their, their subconscious has developed over a period of years. And this is what it believes is the best way, or the safest way, or the right way, or most effective way, to, that it knows right now to achieve. And some of those rules or operating system procedures are probably are holding people back so what i'm hearing tim is that there's there's certain if there's a particular thing you feel like you're not so good at or you'd like to be better at it's that ability to to identify it um and then sort of reprogram that in order to to, to be better or, or, or to stop doing something uh, uh considerably better in your life
0: that's exactly right the the control system is a, is a It's a seven step method where anything that you have going on that you recognize as not the right thing for you now as an adult, as a business person, as somebody that's now looking to advance yourself and and develop, anything you recognize that you would like to change, it's a seven step system and it teaches you how to change it. So that, and it, you know, it takes a day to learn it, but once you know it, you can change things in fifteen twenty minutes simply by just communicating with that bit of you that has been running what we now recognise as the bad pattern. Um, oftentimes we kind of fall out with ourselves. You know, you, I often hear people saying, "Oh, that, but I hate that bit of me that, that won't get up in the mornings, or, or you know, that bit that won't just get the work done sooner rather than later." Um, But actually, that bit of you has got all these beliefs based on your benefit and your well-being. So it's a bit like that well-intentioned friend that's trying to help you, but is now just being counterproductive for you and unhelpful. And it would be wrong to be shouting at that friend because they're trying to help you. Um, When you kind of make friends with yourself a little bit and, and get to understand the motivation of each part of your subconscious It's very easy to work with it rather than against it. You redirect what your focus is. And before you know it, you're just behaving differently without any effort, without trying, without any conscious involvement. You're just behaving differently. And as a result, you are much happier
1: fascinating um is there um i'm now thinking of sort of again how we sort of this can work for some of the uh for the audience today and how they can sort of think about applying some of these these principles you you mentioned a seven step process would you mind sort of briefly sort of explaining to us uh that process or even not necessarily that one but the process how it would work how a typical client would would work with you and how and what that would look like on a sort of a a daily weekly monthly basis
0: okay yeah the The crux of this, um, the the system is designed to open up a communication with your subconscious. So um, the first thing we have to do is get the attention of it. Then we have to basically formulate a method that is individual to everyone where you can regularly have pretty much a conversation with your subconscious. And uh, without actually going through it, it's very difficult to explain how this works, but All the time we have stuff coming forward from our subconscious um, that we ignore, that we don't realize is there. Sometimes it's really urgent, like if we had a fear of something. So imagine if we were afraid of spiders and I said, pick that spider up. And you might think that's tiny. It can't possibly hurt me. But you can't pick it up because something isn't allowing you to get anywhere near it. If it was too uncomfortable to get near it. And that can be the same in in aspects of business as well. Things you should be driving for, things you should be going for that you don't go for. You don't chase up that big client because something in you says, no, we'll never get it. And we'll just have a negative experience going for it or something like that. Um, We basically get to talk to that part of you. Get to have an actual, legitimate, genuine conversation where you ask questions and you get answers from your subconscious. Once we understand the motivation of the part, then we can very quickly turn it around and do something different. Um, the whole process involves noticing exactly what's going on at the moment communicating with yourself to change it and then re-examining it and realizing that you've changed something and now your your patterns of thought are different from the way they were. Now, I mean, there's going to be people out there who think about certain aspects of their business and the idea of going forward with something actually gives them anxiety. They can feel it in their body or in their mind. You know, it's just it just completely um, ties them in knots Now, when you change something and then you think about that that instance again, that triggering sort of um, situation that would would give you the the fear, and it's not there anymore, it's a really massive piece of learning for you to suddenly realize, actually, all those things I assumed I was just stuck with, and to change would be an, an incredible effort of just doing something over and over again until it didn't bother me anymore. You can retrain your mind very, very quickly. Um, you've just got to listen to it in the first place and then work with it to do something different. And it, and it takes moments. It takes minutes, you know.
1: And could a classic one of this one be something along the lines of um, I don't deserve it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We have so many. Um, the, the example you gave there about a parent saying a throwaway comment that then goes in as the truth. Yeah, we have this map of reality that we live by. And as we grow up, as we start to develop a more logical way of thinking, there's a part of our thinking that, that hypnotists will refer to sometimes as the critical faculty, which is the part that kind of judges new information for truth. Okay? And it basically protects anything going into your subconscious that doesn't match up with or isn't compatible with what's on your map of reality. That's all its job is to remain, to keep a consistent and, um, and continuous reality that makes sense, no matter how unhelpful it has now become for you. Um, and all we're really doing is we have a little method of getting past that security guard in your mind and updating reality um, without causing too much distress, basically. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just that that bit of you is, is protecting you and keeping that those early learnings of childhood there just because that's what it regards as real.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I, I think this is imperative for for any entrepreneur or, or small business owner or anyone who is looking to take their business onto that next level and they're finding that the sort of traits that are in them are, are potentially holding them back. And if you really want to sort of soar and you want to you want to achieve those things, it's sometimes just, like you said earlier, I mean, people may not want to think about not needing therapy. And I probably think of it less about that and more sort of as corrective. Um, and let, what can I do to, to free myself from some some you know virtual shackles which might be holding people back in their own businesses
0: yeah exactly there's there's so many things that we recognize that we could be better at and um we should we should never never think that we can't change these um I, I, number of times i, I hear people saying well, that's just me that's who i am you know it isn't it's who you learn to be And you can change, you know, the things you're doing today, you can completely change tomorrow and you can turn around um, not just your business, but your life as well. Um, All those things that frustrate you and you wish you could change. It's actually you that's doing them. You just got to get access to the right part and you can change them double quick.
1: That's absolutely brilliant. Um, I've got, well, coming, almost coming up to time now, Tim. So I've got a couple of questions I'd just like to, to, to get through. The first one is if you could think of one piece of advice that you could give our audience today, um, that will help them, uh, move slowly towards, or or make a significant change in their life and move towards it. What would that one piece of advice be?
0: One piece of advice. Um, well, have faith in yourself, basically have faith in, in what your what your mind is doing no matter how unhelpful it seems because it's trying to do the right thing for you um a lot of the problems i have with people they're they've fallen out with with the bit of them that's doing the bad thing it's only trying to help you understand it and you can change it
1: no i think that's absolutely brilliant advice i think uh, the, the never more true is the the expression whether you can or you can't you're right." Uh, comes to mind there. exactly yeah brilliant okay Uh, and the last one is if people want to learn more about you or your services and, and how you might be to help them where's the best place that they can find you Tim
0: um, the best place probably to, to talk directly to me and the place that you can find the the courses and, and just message me is on I was probably on my Facebook at the moment actually. The the control system website is going to be up and running in the new year. Very, very excited about that. Um, but at the moment, you know, you go to Timbox Hypnotist on Facebook um, and you'll find me and um, yeah, please I've got a, I've got a group there. Please come and chat with me. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Fantastic. And your Twitter handle is Uh, it is Timbox Hypnotist as well I believe
1: Twitter blimey Um, yeah I'm
0: I'm easier to get hold of on facebook but yeah twitter is timbox hypnotist yeah
1: fantastic brilliant okay then so there you go ladies and gents if you'd like to learn more about tim and his services um and how he might be able to help you achieve your objectives and get there even quicker then find tim on on facebook we'll add a note into the the show notes so you can find him there but uh, other than that it's been absolutely fascinating talking to you today tim i really really appreciate your time and um i look forward to catching up with you again soon
0: Thank you very much, David. It's been an absolute pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.